On today's show, we talk Super Bowl, Lions, Pistons, trade deadline, Michigan State football chaos. We got blocked on Twitter. We'll tell you by who. And music from Lamar. The, the only thing that's different is Martin Moritz's face is fatter. Hold up, Mike. I got to catch my breath, Mike. I do like chicken sandwiches. Well, who else would you have on the cover of Playboy these days, right? See if, see, see if you can polish this turn. I'm, I'm trying to be positive here, uh, Jake. Oh, J- Jake is also available for anniversaries and birthday parties. Take- oh, I thought you were going to tell me treat him like cats and spray him with a water bottle. <laughs> no, no. Not enough money behind this podcast to get him on here. Because <laughs> it's not the kids' fault they're shitheads. It's not. <laughs> It's the parents. Well, the parents are shitheads, too. Dude, why are you talking shit? Have you won anything? No. Because... Shut the fuck up. Wait, nobody ever said there was a plot to ramble. <laughs> Delete your account, go back to bed, cry for a couple of days, and reflect <laughs> on what you're actually going to do with your life. Welcome, everyone, to the ADG Podcast. We are back. We yes. are back. Hell yeah. Jake is back. Darren's back. back. <laughs> yes. Yeah. We are back. If you haven't seen our uh, nice little video... Uh, that we posted uh, uh, announcing that season three is here. Welcome back to the ADG podcast. I'm Darren. And I'm Jacob. And it's great to be back. We have a lot to get into, Jake. That's, so that's right. Darren, Darren don't, don't, we, don't we come back like the best time ever? Like some know, dumb shit it, happens? It, 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 it's perfect how everything just yeah. works out the way that we uh, come into uh, yeah. our season premiere and what a way to kick off season premiere uh, with some breaking news as breaking we are news. recording this podcast on the sports front michigan state football yes michigan state football i know their season's over but the news does not stop for michigan state they have uh, they have just made an announcement that mark d'antonio their longtime winningest coach in their program's history all of a sudden just announces his resignation as head football coach that's right doesn't retire no just resigns from the position yeah which is which is if you if you listen to valenny on 97.1 he was not happy especially him being a a big time spartan fan he went there so you know it, it this definitely irks a lot of uh michigan state fans you know you know, really, it really irks them in the wrong way where you can't you can't even announce a, a press conference where you're, you know, giving a reason why you're you're stepping down from your position. Yeah, you, you know, tweet it out like 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 you're. Uh, yeah, like 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 he, like he's a, like he's a 16 year old girl. You don't do that. <laughs> Yeah, so, you gotta like, make millions of dollars. Like, don't tweet it out. Well, and that's a lot of reason because he did pick up. Uh, if he stayed to this certain uh, a certain date. He got four point three million dollars uh, part of his contract, so yeah. so so why wouldn't you s- stick around and take that money that's still on that table? I don't get so, it. There, there's a lot of uh, interesting facts uh, about this announcement uh, that shocked the Michigan State football world, as if Michigan State isn't in isn't in, in, in enough trouble with all their past legal issues. So there could be something while he's he's getting out before a big bombshell is about to hit. Or he just had enough of it and wants to move on. But it's going to be interesting uh, way events on what happens next. Uh, I, I saw that Mike Trussell will take it. Will take on the head coaching duties uh, for now until they can put together a proper search for uh, a, a, a replacement for Mark D'Antonio. 
Uh, but yeah, this is a big shocker to Spart- uh, Spartan Nation, and uh, it's going to be uh, it's going to be an interesting when it comes to recruiting and all these commitments that did commit to Michigan State, thinking that you know Coach D'Antonio was going to be there. So well, yeah, the se- the second round of commits com- uh, commits to. Uh, colleges happens in 24 hours right so yeah everybody who's wanted it's to commit to state yeah, yeah they can they can commit somewhere else now if they don't yeah. want to deal with any other coach exactly so this is definitely going to hurt uh, michigan state's football program very bad so yes. we'll see what happens in the upcoming weeks to come um and, and from michigan state football to their michigan state basketball program they are struggling this I I've never seen, you know, a Michigan State team that's just been struggling through this regular season like like this year's team has. Obviously, injuries and players not playing up to their uh, potential has them, you know, really in the middle. I think the last AP uh, top twenty-five rankings came out. I believe Michigan State was around the fourteenth, the sixteenth, yeah, best oh team in the country. <laughs> Excuse me, and um, it's a uh, it, it, it's a big thing, especially because tonight. Oh, I'm sorry. Let me drink some water because I'm about to lose my voice here. Okay, dokie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Jake, how, uh, so Jake, how about you tell me about those lovely Michigan State Wolverines? Because because I know you're a big fan. Well, no, it's it. I'm not worried about the um the Wolverines. The Wolverines suck. Uh, I'll be surprised if they make the tournament, uh, at anything higher than like, you know, a 15, 16 seed in whatever, um, region they're in, but States States, I think is a sleeper. They have a few more months to get healthy because I'm not worried about regular, regular season. I'm I'm more worried about the tournament. Right. And I'd like to see state, you know, make it to the final four again, like the Wolverines to make it to the final four. But if that's Michigan's not going to happen, they're not that good. No, well, they're really not. They they have potential, but they're not going to get there this year. No, maybe next year. Especially with the first year head coach uh, Jawan Howard, exactly. Thought yeah. he was going to bring back all the, you know, the Fab Four style mentality. Ooh, put up the banners. Yeah, yeah right. put up those banners. All right. Um, yeah, they're actually like twelfth in the in the Big Ten, which is not good. They're thirteen and eight. Yeah. Uh, they they do play tonight against uh, the Ohio State Buckeyes. Uh, which isn't, which isn't as big as uh, as as their um, when they play on the football field, but Ohio State's not that much better. They're fourteen and seven, so it's it, it's the eleventh ranked team in the Big Ten versus the twelfth ranked team in the Big Ten. Right. So, so even that way, even that way, matchup is going to be uh, interesting. Uh, but yeah, so from Michigan State basketball. Well, I guess let's let's do uh, more basketball. Yeah, let's do more basketball. <laughs> yeah, and, and unfortunately, <laughs> the NBA trade trade uh, deadline's coming up on February sixth at mm-hmm. three p.m. Eastern, and our my my, my Pistons are Your dying Pistons. a slow a, a slow death. Yeah, they're already well, dead. We're just getting worse. Jake, you know you're eighteen and thirty four. You're eleventh in oh, the Eastern beautiful. Conference. Hell yeah! Now th- that's great. I I think <laughs> I, I think they should have lost last Sunday, but they won in overtime. Why? Okay. Why? Uh, but interesting story came out. Uh, alert! I got on my phone this morning. We're waking up. Uh, 
there's some high-intensity trade rumors involving uh, Luke Kennard. God. Uh, and and the Phoenix Suns, which would oh, uh, which involves some uh, top prospects and a first round pick. I like the idea of the first round pick coming back to oh, Detroit. That's, that's great. But why aren't yeah. we sending away the biggest cancer in the locker room, <laughs> Andre Drummond? Why? Why? Yeah. why? I, I still understand with some of the opportunities in the last two seasons to get rid mm-hmm. of this guy and yeah. stop paying him this much money. Yeah. And this team for some reason, is not able to accept a trade. Don't yeah. You're not going to get as much as you think for the guy. He's useless. Yeah. He's, well, he does, he does, he got his doubles, doubles on, rebounds, whatever else. I don't give a shit. Mm-hmm. Trade him for a bag of chips, get rid of that money. I yeah. really don't give a shit. Derek Rose, give him to the yeah. Lakers for a second rounder. I don't give a fuck. Get, <laughs> clean, these, clean this team up. Get all this shit out. Start yeah. with young kids. Let's build this thing up for the next two or three years. None of this nonsense. Keeping this guy around. As long as Andre Drummond is in on this team, you will not win anything. Right. Well, it, it, it's, kind, it's kind of boggling my mind. Like, obviously, next year, they're, they're all, all these big contracts are coming off the books. That's why you want to get something for Drummond. Now, I know that there was, there was talks of uh, earlier, there was he was very high in demand. I believe Atlanta Hawks were talking about him. Yeah. And I even hear like rumors potentially Toronto Raptors might be interested in Andre Drummond. Great. Obviously, the Raptors need another big... Obviously, obviously the Raptors need a, um, another big body just in case like Marcus Gasol goes down. And why wouldn't you want to go to Toronto for a chance to win a, a, another NBA championship? Well, you know. right. Well, yeah, exactly. Why not? And when there's an opportunity, you can't be greedy. But the yeah, business but, can't be greedy. They're, well, they're, no, they're no, shit. No, no, Jake, they should be greedy. They got to get something for him. No, no, get, some, get something. Yeah, but nobody's going to give you a first-round pick for a guy who can't score. Okay, he can't score, but he can rebound better oh, okay. than anyone. Well, great, great. That's No, he's not worth a first-round pick. Maybe a couple second-round picks. And a couple bodies, yeah. Should I go? Uh, anything? Clean, it, clean the. It, it, your your salary is insane. Yeah, you're in. It, yeah, you're in luxury tax. So, yeah, uh, it, can't if, do that. If anything, I would take him. I would take maybe a second or a third round pick and a couple of expiring contracts. Yeah, players. definitely. And then, Down with that. And, then, and then you let those at the end of the year. You let them walk, and then and then you start. You, you just stockpile those draft picks. That's that's what you have to do if well, you want to get younger, more talented. Is you want high top end, high quality talent. Exactly. Yeah, and, and, and that's great. But remember, he can opt in into his contract for $26 million next year mm. just because he, he wants to and drain this team of more money and drain it of more talent. And this team's yeah. going to be shit. You can't have a team in luxury tax and be, what, what did you say, 11th in the East? Mm-hmm. They're, they're, <laughs> they're, yeah, they're yeah. 11th in the East. They're not even no. the worst team in the East. I know, but they're still shit. <laughs> they're so the this, so the Pistons play the next game. They play Wednesday. They're at home against the Phoenix Suns. Will Luke Gennard be a Phoenix Sun? We have to tune in to find out. But, I hope but, not. It's a nice but, young but, talent, but I, whatever. I always like Luke Kennard. I, I, everyone I talk to that knows Pistons, they say Luke Kennard's good, but he's always injured. He, or he yeah. doesn't get enough minutes to play while while you have a guy like Reggie Jackson who just 
oh, horrible. Yep, you know, you know, Reggie J- Jackson. I don't know if you ever seen the movie Whoopi, uh, uh, Eddie. Yes, where and there was a player. The uh, uh, name Stacy Patton. I would always Stacey hog the Patton. ball and show off, the, you know, show off the skills. Didn't know yeah. how to pass. He just wasn't, you know, a team player. That's what That's Reggie right. Jackson reminds me of. That uh, sounds about right. Yeah. yeah. So, so uh, from the Pistons, Jake, we got to talk about the big breaking, uh, not breaking, the huge news that happened uh, not about two Sundays ago. Uh, the death of a legend. The death yes. of. Uh, Pretty much uh, our, us growing up, you know, he was because we, we were we were little around when when uh, when J- uh, Michael Jordan was in his prime. Oh, I watched Jordan. I watched Jordan. You watched prime. Jordan. But yeah, but but yeah. like people like people my age, I should say, we grew up watching Kobe Bryant. Kobe. Who, yeah, I watched who passed Kobe. away uh, tragically uh, with the, with uh, eight other people in a helicopter crash. Including uh, his uh, daughter, including his 13-year-old uh, daughter uh, Gianna, it was <clears throat> shocking. I, I I couldn't believe what I when I saw it. A friend uh, sent this to me. I, I saw it. Oh, TMZ. This got be maybe a spoof mm-hmm. or something. But like, no. Then it just wow. At 41 years old, you know, to be a legend like that who who accomplished everything. In the in, in the NBA, you know, coming straight out of high school into the NBA, five-time NBA champion, you know, multiple-time MVP, you know, third in the NBA in scoring all time. It's just it's just uh, unbelievable to you know to ha- to have to see that and to see all these people just you know heartbroken and and in disbelief that you know this true legend of the game is gone at 41 years old. Right. No, and, and, and it is sad. Now, there's two points of view to this, to this story, of course, as there always is. And yeah, when, when, I, when you said, because you sent me this story, because I was, I was in editing mode. I was editing our brand new intro at this point, yeah. uh, two weeks ago. And you sent it to me. I was like, no. Nah. Yeah. And, and then I'm like, okay, fine. I'll check it out. And I searched. I'm like, well, yeah, it's, it, this, is, this is very sad. It's mm. tragic. It's very mm. tragic. And then, again, there's two parts of this story because the reactions were, two-sided you had those people that thought you know they were best friends with kobe and were like r.i.p everywhere kobe everything right and most people never even met kobe and, and this is somebody that you 99 percent of people never met right. never talked to mm-hmm. and they're like is their best friend yeah that was that was kind of weird for me and then the other half and then there's a bunch of people who like okay this guy was accused of certain things and why are we so, why are we so sad? You know, why are we bringing up such a good guy when he presumably did did these things? We're not, we're not gonna really talk too much about it. Uh, did these things in his past and was accused of doing things in his past? And those people on message boards arguing, you know, why are you celebrating this guy? He did so many bad things. Yeah. You know, oh, he was acquitted. Oh, you know, he was it was never proven and whatever else. Mm-hmm. And my 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 opinion is we yeah. It's it's tragic when someone dies. It's tragic mm. when someone who inspired a lot of people dies in a, such a tragic way, right? Mm. Yep. It's just people got to remember these are humans. They did things. They're human. They make mistakes. Mm. And don't be so attached at the same time. Right. Okay? Yeah. It's it, yeah. And and what really you know 
I, I think what really made people just really crush when they heard it is that he, that his yeah is one of his daughters was with him you know yes. so to yes. to to you know experience that you know not only losing a husband and a father but losing a daughter and a sister at the same time you just your heart breaks when when something like that happens obviously yeah, very you know, like you said he wasn't perfect there was there was a lot of uh, you know skeletons in his closet just like everyone else's yeah uh but it's just i i think it was uh it was more it was more shock than, than anything else and so people were trying to cope what happened you know copes what happens and you know talking about it either in person or on social media is a way to cope with it and i think the nba did a great job with handling it um when they had the when the lakers had their next home game i thought they you know, you know, it was nice. It was classy. It was well done to honor uh, not only Kobe, but you know the other ones that passed away in the in the in the accident. Uh, but yeah, it's uh, it's truly a loss that you know you you lose someone uh, someone like that who has changed the game so many ways uh, in his twenty year career. So. It's uh, it's it, it's it's definitely going to be uh interesting to see what happens uh, uh come the, the the rest of this NBA season. You know, obviously there's going to be a lot of pressure on the Lakers, especially to win this year, especially to win for Kobe, right? Well, that's the push they're going to get. It was nice to see tributes from every team, either wearing the twenty four. Everybody had a number twenty four jersey on, yeah, or, or they took uh, the eight second and the twenty four second. Twenty four second, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, foul. So it was, it was nice to see. Yeah, it was nice. But I mean, that makes sense. It's the NBA. It was one of their uh, top stars of the last couple of decades. Mm-hmm. You know, it was a name. He gave, he did a lot for the game itself. So yeah, that made sense. Yeah. So so that's good. Um, you know, what, was, what was weird actually? Uh, what was weird is seeing the that night the Kobe tribute on uh, the Grammys. I, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't get to see that, but I heard about it. I know. Oh yeah, yeah it was Alicia Keys making yeah. a fool out of herself. It was, uh, well, because it happens that day. You know, you want to be respectful, because but yeah, obviously, you, you know, you you could have done something like a nice moment of silence, but hey, it's yeah. uh, it, 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 it's it's like that everywhere. You know, I believe they did it at uh, um, a soccer stadium in Italy because um, Kobe, being a fellow Italian. You know, uh, um, uh, AC Milan did a nice moment of silence for uh, Kobe Bryant. So it's always good to uh, see how not only just on the basketball court, but internationally he was loved for for, for everything he's done, you know, his, mm-hmm. and his mentality and the way he approached the game, the way he approached life, you know. You know, people can take that into their – everyday life like how can i be the best me today like how can i you know be better than i was yesterday mm-hmm. so yep. and then that video video game world he'll forever forever be remembered in uh because when you throw a grenade in some of the games i play like PUBG, you call <laughs> yeah. out kobe and um, yes it's, it's, it's a tribute that we I, I i think that always should be a I, yeah. I, I i still say kobe when i throw stuff in the garbage yeah. there you go there you go. All, All right. right. So uh, from that, let's uh, 
Obviously, there was a big football game that was played a couple what? days ago. Yeah, I know. Shocking. It was. Yeah, I know. It was actually a good game. I liked it. It was I, a good I game. Liked, I liked the Super Bowl. It was good. It was a. It was. It was a. It was a good game. Depends on who you wrote on who you were rooting for. The team Obviously, I was rooting for won. So yeah, I'm okay they, with there that. you go. Obviously, the the team that I was rooting uh, uh, rooting for was pulling, uh, pretending that they were the Detroit Lions. Played good <laughs> for three quarters and See, you're the collapsed. jinx. I'm, I'm the jinx, I guess. Playing good for three quarters and then collapsing in the fourth quarter. There you yeah, go. Yes. Uh, so speaking of the Lions, Jake, they have um. They have a pretty high draft pick this year. Yeah, they're fucking stupid. <laughs> now, why am I so aggressive and the season hasn't even started yet? Oh, God. Hasn't like, started yet. I, I'm already I, you, mad. You know what? Mad. You know what? I, we, we should really take a pause for the cause from the Lions just to give our mental health a break. Uh, you from can't, everything. Darren. You can't. Yeah. I know you can't. You but, know why? Because... They have an amazing opportunity that they're going to drop the ball on. Yeah. They're going to fumble this fucking opportunity <laughs> to get a generational player. The latest mock drafts, nobody has yeah. them picking the player I want them to pick. Yes. And it's, for those, it's, it's so simple. Hold on. It's so simple. Any football fan will tell you how simple it is from the newbie to the old man. In a fucking football lion's mask, we'll tell you it's super fucking simple. Unless you're a special Detroit Lions guy, yay, go team. You will realize <laughs> that at number three in the NFL 2020 draft, you yeah. can pick Tua as one of the best quarterbacks available in the last two drafts. And you won't do it. Yeah. You will not do it. Obviously, like I, I, I saw one today. Uh, the, I, I forget who did the mock draft. Uh, had Ohio State cornerback Jeff Okuda uh, going to the Lions. Which, hear me out. Don't get me wrong. They need another cornerback to uh, opposite Slay. Sure. And, and, sure. and Okuda is the best cornerback in the yes. college football. I don't uh, disagree. If they took him, I wouldn't be mad because it fills a need. But, like, if anything, it doesn't matter for me who they take in the first round. Because after last year taking a tight end at eight, (laughs) I'm like, okay, defense, fine. I'll live with it. Take him. But if you want to go and get a quarterback in the second round, which I guarantee there will be at least two or three really good quarterbacks left in the second round, I would do that. Darren, hear me out. All right. There, there is a way you can have both. You can okay. have both, Darren. You can have right. your guy. You can have Okuda. Okay. You can have, you can have him at number five. Would you All like right. to take him at number five? Because if his team was smart, which they're not, they're, they're only second <laughs> to the Pistons as being the dumbest team in this city. Hey, hey, don't yeah. say that. No, the the no. Tigers are probably listening to this, too. No, no. They're clearly rebuilding because they don't have any baseball players on that team. Now, <laughs> Yeah, their best baseball player turns out to be the Super Bowl MVP. (laughs) That's right. And that's sad. You have a pick at number three. You have two options. At number three, at number Mm -hmm. three, pick the quarterback. Yeah. Sit him him for a year, let him learn the schemes, and trade Matthew Stafford next year. Okay. Get your first round picks. Yeah. Hold hold on a second here. Uh I'm going to let you finish. That's fine. I just have a feeling that Tua does not want to play for Detroit. 
I knew you were going to say that because his parents were are dummies and they're talking. His dad, to his dad said uh, during Super Bowl week on media roll, uh, row, he does want it. He he doesn't feel like he has the opportunity to flourish in Detroit. That's probably Tua right now. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, flourish in Detroit as well as playing for Miami. Yeah, that's me calling you to disagree because <laughs> <laughs> because. The money at number three and the money at number six or whatever it, he's going it, 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 it would be pick, five. It would be five. five. Whatever is a little no. bit different. You might want to get picked in the top three if you want that million bucks. Okay. Millions but, of dollars. But like, okay, look, you put out Miami as a team that really wants. Yes. Two. Yes, they do. But yep. what about a team like the L.A. Chargers, who's going to need a quarterback because because uh, uh, Philip Rivers and his twelve kids are moving out of town. Miami has two first round picks, and I will trade two off for those two first round picks. You, you, you really can, think, they, you, do you really think that they're going to give both those picks to the Lions? Do you want a do you want a gener- generational player, a quarterback that will take your franchise? Look what happened to Kansas City, garbage team, got an awesome quarterback, two years, boom, Super Bowl. <laughs> I, I just need the pieces. I I, 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 I do see the pieces, I, I, and I'm saying that. So, so you're you're saying in Jacob's perfect world, perfect Detroit Lions, perfect world, you have two scenarios. I have two scenarios. Okay, you have, so you have Stafford at quarterback, with Tua on the bench, learning from Stafford. Yeah, that's right. And then you can groom the guy who will lead your franchise for the next five to six years for cheap, for little money. Right. Treat Stafford for a first round pick. Do, 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 do you really think at Stafford's age and the amount of money that he's going to make that teams are going to give a first-round pick to him? Darren, in salary, he's like the 10th or 11th cheapest quarterback in the league now. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah he check is. Check the numbers on that. No, no. Check. Look at all the contracts that came after him. He's actually pretty cheap. And there's teams that will pay. There, there is. Do you think uh, Dak Prescott is better than Matthew Stafford? I don't think so. Look how many teams, like the Chargers, do you think, uh, oh, hell, screw the Chargers, the Patriots. Yeah. Do you think the Patriots wouldn't take, they would take Matthew Stafford and give you whatever you want for him right now. They don't have a quarterback. Who's your quarterback? I don't know the names of their backups. Well, I, I, I hear that they're willing to offer Tom Brady at least over $30 million to stay. He's not coming back. <laughs> no, he's not coming back. If he comes back for a year, then you can still have an option to get Matthew Stafford next year. Because he's still at a decent age, uh, and the ending career of his prime, he will give you two or three more years if he's healed and healthy, and you can get the first round picks from them. That now with keeping Tua, you get an extra first round pick next year. You're building for the future. You have an opportunity now. If you want to trade the number three pick to whoever needs a quarterback, cool. Again. You're going to need a ransom form. You're going to need Miami's both picks. You're going to need, if if you have a team like the Chargers, first round, second round, one of each this year. I'm cool with that, but I need picks. I need lots of picks so, because that is so, a good player. Yeah, so, so just to go back, I just looked it yeah. up, and uh, Matthew Stafford has the 10th highest uh, Boom. contract. 10th highest. Uh, uh, ma- makes of the years. So – he makes twenty-seven million a year. That's nothing. And, and so above him uh, is Jimmy Garoppolo. Yep. Uh, Jacoby Brissett, Kirk Cousins, go. Matt there Ryan, Carson Wentz, Jared Goff, 
Aaron Rodgers, uh, Ben Roethlisberger, and, and Russell Wilson. And right now, Matthew Stafford at least better than like two or three of those guys. He's better. He's, than, he's better than Jimmy Garoppolo. Uh, he's better than Big Ben. He's, be- he's I, better. Uh, no, I, I, I'm, I'm saying that I think he's better than Matt Ryan. I think he's better than Carson. Yeah. I think he's better than Jared yeah. Goff. There you go. Uh, I, I, uh, you know. I, so what are we talking about? They're getting a deal. Whoever gets him, because I am willing to trade him. Yeah. At that money, that's a discount. Could, yeah. Because, because, and I think one of the wild cards, especially come this offseason, this I think this offseason is going to be bananas when it comes to uh, free agent signings and trades and players that you you weren't expect to be on the move. Look at look for a player like Cam Newton to be on the move. I think the the writing's on the wall in Carolina. Oh, he's, he's a coach. backup. I would not trust him to lead a team anymore. No, but, but yeah, but maybe not in Detroit, but maybe a team like Chargers. They might need a quarterback. They do need a quarterback. They do. You know, it's, a, 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 it's a, 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 someone like, uh, you know, this. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All, all that other stuff. So that you never know what's going to happen when it comes to that. Yeah, no, it's true. But yeah, there's lots of options. And if this team fucks it up, I'm going to be very pissed before the season even starts. And you think we are on the on the on the Matt Patricia uh, getting fired bandwagon? Oh, I can't wait till they fuck up this draft. I can't wait. <laughs> well, we'll see. That's the whole thing. Like they're obviously on a very, very short leash. So, do, do you think that they're going to try to save their jobs by playing, you know, you know, um, safe and conservative, or 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 are they going to draft just enough to get to the, you know, be in contention in December for a playoff spot? Well, you know what? They're not they're, they're not going to make the playoffs. Let's just they don't have enough talent on this team to do that. And if anything, you need to that D line is done. O line is sucks. Who's gonna protect Stafford? Yeah. They yeah. they they don't have enough talent around that guy. You want to save him? You you're gonna have to draw uh, draft an offensive lineman. You can't do that in the third pick in the draft. Well, this team would. They picked they picked the tight end last year, but mm-hmm. you can't do that. No, oh, no, obviously, obviously, obviously not. They can't do it this year. They just signed um, a former first-round pick from San Francisco uh, yesterday. Yes. He plays center. Obviously, you're you're probably going to lose a Graham Glasgow, which sucks because uh, I liked him as I liked him. I um, like him too. Uh, which, which you know, you really need Decker to have a a, a bounce back here because yeah, that show was he, terrible. He he's mu- he's much better than what he's been lately so yes. they need him and rick wagner is just the for the gar- money they pay him yeah just garbage yeah. so so obviously there's gonna be a lot of uh moving around and uh it's gonna be interesting come uh free agents uh time and then as we get closer to the draft we'll do our best to get our uh our lions insider sean belegian on our on our program again to give us his draft breakdown we're gonna try yeah, so a lot of interesting things going on. But, Jake, let's talk about the game that happened on Sunday. Super Bowl okay. 54 in Miami, Kansas City Chiefs versus the San Francisco 49ers. Obviously, two teams that have history going way back. The Chiefs haven't, haven't been to a Super Bowl in 50 years, and the 49ers looking for the, their sixth Super Bowl title, which would tie them for uh, the 
the lead with uh, with the most uh, Super Bowl victories with the Steelers and Patriots. Uh, first off, what did you think of the game, Jake? Did it live uh, up to was, the hype? I think so. Um, not as, as high scoring as I thought it was going to be, but it was very intense. If you think about it, it started off a little slow. Yeah. Uh, both teams needed to uh, settle down a little bit. Kansas City needed to settle down quite a bit. But um, by halftime, I was very confused because the 49ers looked like the better team. And then they went to the locker room and put on their Lions jerseys <laughs> and came out and Matt Patricia was coaching them and decided <laughs> to do the opposite of what was working. Yeah. And they, they stopped running the ball and basically lost the game for themselves. Right. And it started right before the half, uh, at not saving time. Even though you're getting the ball back, you, you at minute fifty, you didn't call any timeouts. You're the time run down, and then you decided to start calling some plays and trying to go for it with like fifty seconds left. So flat play calling started before half and continued on in the Lions tradition uh, later on in the game. What do you think? No, I, I thought it was uh, it was interesting. Yeah, it was truly a tale of two halves. Obviously, uh, they came out, you know, looked really good. Uh, Jimmy G looked really good early on, yep. but then Patrick Mahomes, you know, went Patrick Mahomes and connected on a couple of long bombs to uh, Tyree Kill. Jimmy Garoppolo, yeah, he definitely played a lot better. Th- a lot better than I thought he would be, but like like we said earlier, Patrick Mahomes, uh, Patrick Mahomes went full on Patrick Mahomes, and it was pretty much all downhill for the San Francisco 49ers after that. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, so obviously it was it was a good game. A lot of uh, you know it was competitive to the end, which is always good to see. It was a lot oh. more. It was a lot yeah, more entertaining, entertaining than last year's Super Bowl. No, for sure. The, te- the two teams, you know, different teams on the big stage. It's always nice to see the play, like the d- different squads playing. Like, you know, only so much you can watch at the Patriots. And again, the Rams were shit. And, you know, I don't want to see Green Bay in there because fuck Green Bay. Yeah. So, no, I was actually pretty happy with the teams that were in there this time around. And um, well, it was a good game. I liked it. Yeah. It was a game that you can actually rewatch. And you- it's interesting how it turns. So. Don't you think it's funny that it's like you, you finally get to see a non-Patriots Super Bowl and the, yet <laughs> Bill Belichick and Tom Brady are there. You know? I know, right? Like, oh, it's funny. <laughs> so. Yeah, well, whatever. At least it could, could be worse. It could be the Lions in there. No, oh, never my gonna. God. Uh, no. Hey, one, uh, one, one year. It's going to happen. My great-grandchildren. Super Bowl 242. The Detroit Football Lions. Super Bowl 112. Yeah. Well, it's going to be off. One one day it's going to happen. I know it's going to happen. One day. One day it will happen. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. All right. Is that it for sports? That was a lot of sports. That was a lot of sports. Well, we had a lot to catch up on. Oh, I know. It was crazy. So, uh, Jake, we got to talk about our our media ban that we got. Oh yeah, band. here we go. So, yeah, so it's, isn't it nice being banned? You try to help somebody and they fucking yeah. block you on Twitter. <laughs> who blocks people on Twitter? Um. We're try- okay, so here's a story for those who people who haven't been listening too often to our uh, podcast here. 
Theater G podcast came fr- it's, uh, from the roots of the journalism program at St. Clair College. And once in a while, well, we subscribe to, to the MediaPlex, which is now the journalism program there. And we subscribe, we follow, we watch their, with their biggest audience. They have nobody else that watches their shows and, and podcasts. <laughs> uh, so, so Darren and I do a service to the community and join them live sometimes when they do their podcasts. Their weekly radio show. Whatever. It's a podcast. It's not a radio show. That's Shane official. It's ridiculous. Anyway, uh, so we join in a friendly <laughs> okay, banter. Well, well, they pretend they're on the radio. Whatever. <laughs> You're not Dave and Chuck the Freak. Fuck off. Yeah. <clears throat> so so we, we, we join in the conversation. We watch. We support. Uh, we motivate. We send the messages like, hey, we would like to have you on the show. Hey, that was terrible. Hey, you guys can do this better. Hey, that wasn't too, too bad. We send yeah. the messages. We communicate. We observe. We have a good banter back and forth. Right. And, and someone, someone, uh, whoever does, uh, does their Twitter account was offended by what the AG podcast had to say on Twitter <laughs> and decided to block us. Now, yeah. this, this, is that going to stop us from tagging them in shows? Absolutely not. Mm-hmm. That just tells us that they're listening. Yeah. And, and, and we thank you for listening to the ADG podcast. Uh, the past and the greatest generation of the journalism program. You're welcome. Mm-hmm. That's right. So what we're trying... So basically, I don't understand why you're so offended by us having an opinion. One. Two, offended by us trying to help you. And three, not taking actual criticism. Like you should, since you are learning. <laughs> we did. We came out just fine. Yeah, it, it, you know, it's I think it's really this generation. You know, they they don't want to hear, you know, they they just want pats on the backs and attaboys, you know. But you say one thing that is, you know, constructive criticism. I, I as we like to think, they take all offense and they block. This That's is, right. All this, controversial now. This is this is generation <laughs> block for for, for kids these days. You know, you know. Obviously, we we don't want we don't like to throw shade at them. But you know, if they were to you know reply to us and you know have a have a nice conversation on you know what's it like in the journalism program, you know, compared mm-hmm. to like what it, what it used to be like. You know, exactly. we can open up we can open up some nice dialogue. Exactly. Have them on our show. Yeah. Let's communicate. Let, let, let's compare notes. See yeah. how it is. What they're how their advantage right now because they have a beautiful studio. Exactly. We're jealous of that. We're yeah. jealous of exactly. what they're able to do. Live yes. broadcast. Yeah. Beautiful studio. Beautiful radio yes. uh, studio. Beautiful yeah. TV studio. We did mm-hmm. not have that. We had camera phones. <laughs> okay. That's exactly it. Really we had old these ones. Big bulky phones. We used like a. Digital cameras when digital cameras were like first came out, and they're like three hundred dollars or at least or the cheapest they, one. Yeah. The, yeah, we always had to get the cheapest one. Now you get a high quality um, uh, camera on your phone, and, right. and away you go. Yeah, exactly. the, 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 they have they have no idea how good they have it, and and everything, and and everything is like pretty much given to them on a silver platter. You know, exactly. They, they don't under, they don't understand the struggle there. Uh, right. They, and, and, we're, and we're not, and we're not, we're not, we're not dissing them at all. We no. just, we're very confused how to, uh, what really has to set you off because 
we watch your shows again. Mm-hmm. Look at your views. There's two, me and Darren. Yeah. Yeah. There's only people yeah. that watch it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So <laughs> you should be happy with that. You should yeah. be glad somebody's paying attention. Yes, we know you're learning. We watched yes. the last show before you banned us. And as awful as some of that was, because right. it was, uh, it's so much scripted. Like, we don't have a script right now on our show because we do whatever we want to do. But yeah. on your show, if you want to make it a radio show, yes, you can script it. But you can't be reading it. Look at this. This is free advice. Usually yeah. you pay your teachers to give you advice for a very expensive price of your tuition. I am giving this for <laughs> We're subscribing to our fucking podcast. <laughs> He's giving it away. I'm giving this shit away. Two for one sale. So that was the first thing. You get you advice. Scripted. You get advice. You get advice. You get advice. <laughs> oh, man. Exactly. We're getting drops for it next season. Comes na- it comes naturally. Obviously, this is what they're graded on. This is what they are, are evaluated on from, you know, putting together uh, a radio script to, to presenting it. To try to make it their own, try to make it creative and fun and entertaining. Obviously, only half of that really comes through, because what because what they think is entertaining to them is not really entertaining to the listener. You know, hearing about stories about people in Florida don't really uh, resides with people from Windsor, Essex County. That's Sorry. true. And inside jokes that you guys are laughing about to yourselves yes. don't connect with your listeners because nobody knows what you're fuck talking about. Exactly. Your inside you, you, jokes where your your lingo that's <laughs> irrelevant. Exactly. It's not funny. Exactly. Like, wait, well, look at look at this. That's another point. That's three points that you got for free. Yeah. You should get your tuition money back because nobody's telling you that. Because the second show you guys did this year so far was worse than the first one. It was. It was <sighs> terrible. We were there, but you blocked our ADG account. <laughs> that's okay. That's okay. We so, still watch you because you're out everywhere. You can't yeah. block us everywhere. I have seven accounts for all yeah. of my businesses, for yeah. all the podcasts. We still watch you. I, I, and I, I you think, know my name. I, you know I, Darren's I, name. Yeah. I think that's what we should do. We should make another account. Just follow them. Hopefully, they'll follow us back. And then, you know, always uh, keep those lines of communication open. Oh, you never we're, know. We're, we're trying. We're trying. We're, we're out trying. There. I we, know. We emailed. We, were, we sent a very nice email to people we know. We sent a super nice email to people we don't know. Very yeah. nice big paragraph. And if they really want us to um, read it on this show, we will. We <laughs> sent comments out. We tagged them. We liked their shit. Even though mm-hmm. we didn't like their shit, we still like their shit. Yeah. Uh, you know, we communicated. Nothing yeah. back. You know what? For an institution that's supposed to be a higher level, right. something above everything else in the niche market as in journalism is, I am not satisfied with what's coming out, especially in the way they're dealing with, uh, no. like you said, constructive criticism. It, it, exactly. And and it's funny, though, is a lot of those instructors, you know, started with us when we That's went right. there. So, right. you know, you would think that they would understand, like, hey, these guys have been out there in the real world and have worked in, you know, different areas of the journalism, you know, um, the the journalism industry, industry you yeah, know so exactly. so obviously they they know a thing or two and us look at us doing this podcast we've had guests on from new york and australia all over the place and ob- yeah. obviously you know if we wanted to do a local based podcast we would but we want but we think it's bigger than just local. We want to get everyone involved. That's why we have people on from Detroit, people from Michigan and, and Ohio and Texas 
send us music to uh, right. you know to, to 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 promote them. You know, it's just a way of getting Windsor out there internationally. You know, 100%. just and just not to be known as Canada across from Detroit. Exactly, and that's what we're trying to do. So it's not malicious. It no. can be if you really want us to be, <laughs> but we're not. We can we watch your show. We can we can yeah. really pick apart your entire bro- uh, fifteen minute broadcast. We mm-hmm. can we can do it. Yeah. There's a lot of things that are wrong with it. A lot. I'm not being sarcastic right now or condescending. It is awful, but there's potential. Yeah. We are there here is. to help you. And, you, and you don't have to be bitches and block us. Yeah. Really, who, nobody does that unless we do something offensive, which we right. haven't. We no. offered help, and you guys no. blocked us. We, so we, we will still tag you. We, we can, you will we, know that we talk about We you. come from the old school mentality where less is more. And I, and right. I say that because uh, listening to one of their last uh, uh, radio oh, shows that they did, uh, <laughs> their sports person, or, or the one that designed to do, uh, was assigned to do sports, overloaded his sports segment with cliches and puns and one-liners <laughs> all the time. I'm like, I'm sorry, sure. a, a, a pun here and there or a one-liner here and there, that's fine. Break it up, have a little fun with it, but to do it constantly over and over, that's just lack of creative, creative writing and just just stick to sports. You know, you know, You know what the top teams are. You know, just tell the scores, tell the news that happens in that in that day. Because in sports, there's something happening every day, every minute, right. every day. There's always something to talk about. You don't need to ham it up with, you know, cooler than the other side of the pillow, or you know, let's, yeah. <laughs> let's dip and dunk to into into some basketball. Yeah, uh, you know, yeah, like, that's oh. that's a little much. It's, and and you're 100 percent right. You're giving yeah. away a valuable lessons here, Darren. Yeah, and and. Again, if we're going to do that, sure, like we can do that all day. The host can, uh, that host the show can use some, and, and we're, we're really bad for uh, moving segments along, but mm-hmm. come on. It's, it's a little much. It's a little over the top. We understand you don't like sports. We move segment to segment in a smooth manner, direct. Yep. Don't have to go over the top. And I understand you guys are new. You're reading off of your scripts, but don't yep. sound like robots. You see yep. our conversation flows smoothly. We're not scripted. We can help you with that. There's ways that you can have a natural conversation. That's what radio is for. If you really want to be a radio show, radio is for uh, people on the radio don't want to hear somebody reading off the paper because you can hear it. You can hear someone doing their hourly news update and you can hear someone doing a talk show. Totally different type of segments. And now you guys have to pick what you want to do. Okay? Mm -hmm. That's a valuable lesson. There There you go. go. I'm done talking about it because it's a waste of time. Like blocking us, and I already paid for your tuition on this entire show. Darren did one half, I the other half. Like you already need your twelve hundred bucks back for this That's semester. It. Done. There, there you go. You're already so. Let's transition into another transition. topic, Jay. Hell yeah! What are you doing now? <laughs> Speaking of fast, have you and seen the new furious. Fast and Furious trailer? Unfortunately, my dumbass sat for the two and a half minutes oh, of garbage and watched of, it. Yes, sir. Of glory, of of glorious, glorious, glorious two and a half minutes. <laughs> oh my God, fast! Well, tell me how you really feel about it, Darren. Oh, you know what? You, you you know what, Jake? I 
I kind of hate to admit it, but I kind of want to see it. Okay, this podcast no longer exists. Oh, come on. <laughs> oh, come on. You know you okay, want to see no, it. No, I'm, I'm, I'm going to see it in one way or another, but I'm not paying for this bullshit. But go ahead. Tell me tell me what you thought of the trailer. Sure. I, thought it, I thought it was good. I thought it had, a, obviously, you know, your typical... Fast and Furious, and that's exactly what 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 Fast and the Furious fans want. They want the crazy car chases. They want the stuff that would never ever happen in a million years. You know, the uh, completely way out of the box. You can't even see the box concept of you know stunts and and CGI and pulling down helicopters with trucks. You know, you just you don't see that every day. And adding. John Cena as Dominic Toretto's brother in it. Look, that, that's that's outside of like three boxes. Oh Who my the gosh. Who the hell came up with that, that stupid come? idea? Who the hell saw no, that coming? Nobody, because yeah. that's the stupidest shit you've ever heard. But anyway, go ahead. I'm sorry I interrupted you. <laughs> I, I thought I thought it's great. I think John Cena is he he's a less exp- he's a less expensive version of the rock. You know? <laughs> he, he's a non-tan version of the rock. <laughs> and and shorter version of the rock. I guess. So uh, obviously, you know, they, they want to, you know, create this uh, new bromance with Vin Diesel and John Cena to keep this franchise going and going for another three or four movies, however long it's going to be yeah. for. It's going to be interesting to see um, no. h- how it goes. Well, well, well you saw it. What, what did you think of it? Darren, we're we're on opposite planets on this. That's bullshit. fine. That's fine. That's okay. no, 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 that's, no. And, that's and, and it's okay. Podcast. That's that's right. That's right. Um, what a piece of shit. <laughs> no, and, and yeah, yeah, cool. Explosions, fights. That's all this fucking movie's gonna be. You know how far away they're removed from the first amazing oh my God, movie. Yeah. When it's just okay, like, just dragging okay. I know it's just awesome. This movie, it looks so terrible. Okay, if one. This, let's get, get the worst part over with. You're bringing in a character that in eight other movies no one even mentioned. Yeah. Oh, Vin Diesel has a fucking brother. Oh, where was this shit when they're flying all over the fucking planet exploding shit? And this guy's yeah. supposed to be some terrorist that is like top notch and all of a sudden we just hear about him right. and it doesn't tie into shit? No, oh, no, no. This is... <laughs> what a bunch of shit. And then John Cena's his brother. You don't even look alike. Is he adopted? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, anyway, just because he has muscles makes him related. Anyway, if this guy's such a such a big big deal, where was he when they needed help? Oh, but yeah. at home, my badassy little brother. Where was his little brother when his family's <laughs> torn apart? When his yeah. house is blown up? Where was all this tie in, in the other eight movies? Nowhere. You know why? Because they just started this shit last week and they put it in a movie. Now, besides that, yeah, cool explosion, cool visual effects, makes zero sense. They mm-hmm. still try to make it sad with the kid, and you know, yeah, you know, n- named after Paul Walker's, uh, yeah, Paul Walker's, Walker's character, yeah, yeah, like what a, what a way to suck in um, people trying to just you know from the old from the other movies to just get that little glimpse of how it ties into everything else. Oh, yeah. That's the only yeah. thing that I tie into this movie. What a fucking piece of garbage. But anyway, I'm I'm ready to rate this turd, and uh, you know what. <laughs> Point, point 0.5 out of 5. Oof, half, a, half a... Wow. Half a, fuck this movie. You, you know what? I, I think, Jake, you already set the bar for movie reviews <laughs> on season 3. Just like my uh, movie review of Bad Boys 3, I think you just shattered it. 
I don't think it's going to be anything wor- worse this year than this piece of garbage. Uh, anyway, okay. All right. No, you, you have 0.5. Yeah. I, I, I'm going to do it because, yeah, I, I can say it's ridiculous. I can say it's crazy. I think it's so far-fetched. I think it's just nothing but a cliche action movie. Yep. But it's still going to make over $150 million in its opening weekend. It's just how it, ha- it's just how it is. It's just That's the way that's there. There is a crowd for these kinds of movies. There I hope is, it bombs. There, oh, it's it's gonna bomb terribly, but people are still gonna go see it because they either just love Vin Diesel and they love his, you know, badass movies and all the cliche one-liners. Well, it's and not all that. his personality, that's for sure. Oh God, no, it's not his personality. <laughs> the, the, the guy is still made. He's guy's a millionaire. The guy's a millionaire for saying, "I am Groot," you know. Like, 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 Jake. If I can make a million dollars saying I am Groot, I would do it too. Yeah, he only says it, says it once. They just replay it every time he needs to. Speak. <laughs> they make it slower or faster, slower, or higher or yeah. lower. Yeah, slower. that's pretty much it. Oh, he got paid. That's yeah. good. So, hey, not, not, I wonder how long that recording session was. Okay, Ben, you ready? <laughs> yeah, I. All right, thank you. We're done. See ya. Here's thirty million dollars. That's it. So he does that. Uh, obviously, I, I, I'm going to be nice. I'm going to give it a solid 2.5 out of 5. Oh, wow. You're I'll a very, a nice... very generous person. You yes. inspire me every day, Darren. Thank uh, you. I very try. Much. I do my uh, best. That <laughs> also says, says the guy who uh, actually paid to see the movie he blasted oh, last yeah, season. Yeah. That was. Bad that voice was for life. Yeah, well, it, uh, to, to my credit, it was a cheap night. So it was not okay. bad. So you give him half your money. I give you half my money, and, and, and my buddy bought me snacks, so we're good. Oh, so, he overpaid so, yeah. for snacks. Awesome. Yeah. Like those seven dollar colas. Oh no, you, that, that, that's where you you sneak it. You go to a bulk bar and you buy some like sour keys and you put them in your jack pocket and you're good. Oh shit! Look at this guy's a gangster. Oh yeah, <laughs> coming in. It's like ninety degrees out. Coming in with a big uh, Gore-Tex coat. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Uh, well, so, that, that was that was fast nine trailer. Let's get to something, something that's actually positive. Okay. Something you know, something different on this show. Let's get into our first music segment of season three since we're on a roll. Yes. Oh man, what a music segment is going to be! I might as well shut off this season in a perfect fashion. We have an artist called Lamar uh, on our first uh, episode, and mm-hmm. Lamar is from the UK. Started off as a um, uh, rec- uh, was a producer producing music, mm-hmm. and then he be- and a couple of years later he realized you know I'm making beats so why not just start singing on on some of these things so he learned a couple of different beat programs, mm-hmm. and released uh, some music in, in 2019. His first single Sophia uh, was released, a very popular song in the UK mm-hmm. on SoundCloud, like 5,000 plays. On Spotify, hit like uh, 20,000 plays, which is pretty cool for an independent artist. Congrats. And his new single, which we're going to play on our show right now, is called Don't Leave Me Now. And it's an R&B song. This is an R&B artist. And again, we're variety music on this show. We play everything from all over the world. And this week, Lamar from the UK is giving us some R&B. And I really like this song. I found it in our off-season. Uh, not too long ago, the song officially came out on December nineteenth. So I was—I've been saving it just for you know our first premiere show, 
and we're delivering today, and we're going to deliver on the music. And right now, you're going to hear Don't Leave Me Now by Lamar on the ADG podcast. Give me just one last chance, alright I'll try to be better I lost my world in your eyes I want your arms around me I cried alone for you too many nights I lost my world in your eyes I want your arms around me I cried alone for you Can't you see me here? There you go. That's Lamar. Don't leave me now. An R&B track right here from this UK artist. Like, share, go comment. You heard on the ADG podcast. Again, right. we're hitting all cylinders this week. That was a jam. And let's move on to our next segment, sir. Yes. Well, speaking of great music, I, I have to mention that we should start a, a, a brand new season with a brand new top five. And I, I took inspiration from this past Sunday Super Bowl halftime show. So oh are, shit! Yeah. So here are my top five Super Bowl halftime shows of all time. 
I'm excited. We're going to fight so bad. <laughs> we are going to. This might be the end of the podcast, as we know. Let's do it. I love it. All right. Obviously, we know Super Bowl halftime show, biggest stage in the world. So many eyes, so many people watching uh, this this performance um, that, that goes down. So number five, this is my own personal list of top five and i'm sure jake will uh will agree with me and maybe he uh he won't agree with me but coming in at number five is tom petty and the heartbreakers yeah yeah one of the great rock and roll bands of all time um it, it it definitely it definitely shows like the wide range of uh, musical genres that that this one performance uh, uh, goes goes through all the time. So coming at number five, that's Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers. Uh, coming in at number four. Now this one was this one was an interesting one. I have to say number four was would be the Rolling Stones. This took place in Detroit, Super Bowl Forty, back in two thousand six. Um, Mick and Keith doing their thing, having great, uh, having great uh, songs like Start Me Up, I Can't Get No Satisfaction. That's coming at number four. Yeah, that was perfect for Detroit. Yeah, that was one in yeah, Detroit. Number three, my one of my favorite ones, great acts. One of, I, think, I think one of the most underrated uh, Super Bowl acts of all time, Bruce Springsteen and the East Street Band. Back from 2009 and Super Bowl 43. Awesome. I forgot, forgot was, about that one. Yeah. Where the, where the most memorable moment where, where uh, Bruce takes a running start and slides right into the cameraman. That's always great to see. Uh, so, yeah, he did. He did obviously great set with uh, 10th Avenue Freeze Out, Born to Run, Working on Dream, Glory Days. All the great hits because you gotta think they got 12 minutes to combine everything into right. this uh uh into this whole uh uh set uh coming in at number two number two was an interesting one i was kind of hemming and hawing on which one would uh, would make this would make this list at number two coming in at number two i thought was really good it was took place in new york this is back in February 2nd of 2014 was Bruno Mars. Bruno Mars, I think was, was really good. Um, you know, cause he was a versatile musician. He played the drums, played mm-hmm. guitar, you know, mm-hmm. sing, and then having the red hot chili peppers come out and join him for a song. Yep. That was just I awesome. That. I love, I love them lip syncing. Yeah, it was good. <laughs> <laughs> Before we get to number one, I have on, Honorable mention, a couple honorable mentions. Yeah, uh, uh, one of them is Lady Gaga. Uh, she was that wasn't good. bad. That was not. She bad. was I like, really good. Yeah, I like Lady Gaga's performance. Yeah, I really did. she. Uh, w- w- this girl, she can sing anything. Yes, and, and, yep. and, and do anything. Another honorable mention, which, which I was deeply thinking about making number one, was Michael Jackson back in the that day. That was a good one. Yes, that I remember one, that one. I think that one set the bar for a good Super Bowl halftime show, but this one uh, came to uh, this. My number one was, was, uh, 
was the one I think everyone could think of that it was it was better than anything that I thought it would be. I, was, I think I know what you're hinting you know at, and you, I, 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 I might love it. You know I'm going to be on the same page. It's, all right. Well, obviously if you're fucking going to say Beyonce, I'm turning this oh. off. <laughs> And I know, and I know, um, the, the one person, w- uh, your wife would be uh, proud of this. That's correct. It, it is Prince. Prince yes. is from, uh, uh, I believe, I can't remember the year. It was piss pouring rain and yep. Prince halftime show. Purple time. Rain himself just right. smashed it out of the place. You can't ask for a better uh halftime performance in that exactly. he did everything it was that is a true performer playing guitar doing everything doing everything. all of his big exactly. hits that that you could think of all that in 12 in 12 or 13 minutes whatever they have is was unbelievable obviously mm. prince you know it, you know you know no longer with us but like i still watch that performance from time to time because it was just that good you know for him for for him to do songs from Foo Fighters and Jimi Hendrix you know and do his own stuff was just amazing from what from what I saw you know and and those are the best ones like we didn't talk about the worst ones because there's been a bunch of terrible and I've already mentioned one Beyonce Beyonce uh, Katy Perry Justin Timberlake was garbage uh uh, Black Eyed Peas who uh, yeah, exactly, right. um, Black Eyed Peas and uh, the one that was last year, uh, Maroon Five. Maroon Five wasn't great. Absolutely yeah. horseshit. See, and and you mentioned Prince because um, I you know I went to uh, Minnesota uh, last year, a couple years last year before whatever, and it was it was amazing. Uh, and went through his entire entire state, saw the concerts, mm-hmm. and everything else, loved it. And you're right, that was the the best Super Bowl halftime performance ever. Went to the uh, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame a couple years ago. Had his performances in there, too. Again, great artist. I agree with you 110%. That was a great top five. Again, like you guys see, we're rolling today. So, on all cylinders. Exactly, exactly. Because you have those acts that have like so many different artists all on one stage. And it's just confusing because you just have so many people. You don't really, you forget, oh, was that person there? You know, oh, right? It, it's it, it's unbelievable. But it, yeah, Prince was back in 2007. This was in uh, Miami uh, Dolphin Stadium. Um, it, it was obviously he he did "We Will Rock You," "Let's Go Crazy," "Baby I'm a Star," "Proud Mary," all along the all all on the Watchtower, "Best of You," and "Purple Rain." It was just perfect from start to perfect. finish. Exactly. So, so what we talked about, like, is you know what it was. It wasn't that bad of a halftime show this year. The Shakira no, and Jessica Lopez awful. It wasn't awful. It wasn't you can't, great. You can't say no. It wasn't amazing or anything. It was okay. No. You know, yeah. them dancing and doing their thing was sure. pretty cool to watch. Yeah, not yeah. bad. They, they were, you know, they were singing some of it. Not everything, obviously. No, no obviously. You know. They did. They, they lip sing the shit out of it. But whatever. Yeah. They did their yeah. thing. They were presented. I, I'm not I, mad about it. No, it, it, obviously we understand they're going for a Latin vibe. You know, it being in Miami and a very high Latino community there. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you get two um, people that are very popular in the Latino culture. Right. Uh, it, it, and me personally, I thought Shakira was better than Jennifer Lopez. But I agree. I agree. You know, that's all. Yep. That's all here. And, say whoever. Yeah. And and I thought Pitbull would come out. That that would make sense to me. I thought so too. And, and out yeah. of all the things, I don't know if you saw my tweet, 
uh, that came out during the halftime show, I was like, okay, I see. Uh, I'm like, all we're missing is Will Smith. Because, you know, he was going to Miami. And I'm like, that, that would make sense to me. But whatever. If, if yeah. we're going to sing songs from, from the 90s, I, sure. I would expect that's what, was what I happened. Know. I was, <laughs> I, 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 for a minute there, I thought I still had all these songs on Napster. My love don't Exactly. Thing. So I'm like, shit, you know? where's Will Smith and his Bentley? Let's roll them out. And he's going to Miami. <laughs> Fuck, I don't know. If that's what we're going to do. But anyway, that's, that, that, that's, that's our take on a great top five. Yeah. Now, now do you have... A, this moment in history for us? Yes, this day in history. Uh, a couple things that happened in this day in history, February 4th, the week of February 4th. Uh, interesting that there's a couple things because tonight uh, where, where we are recording this podcast is the American State of the Union address. So yeah. I know. So, you know, Jake is going to be tuned into that. Yep. Live uh, live and, li- <laughs> live and <laughs> lies. All that. Uh, uh, so obviously, so this day was interesting. Uh, February fourth, back in 1789, George Washington was elected the first president of the United States. Awesome. That's a so, stat. so, th- so there you go. So like, and he was not impeached. So there you go. Um, yeah. Uh, an- another fun fact uh, from this day back in February fourth, 1948, Sri Lanka was. Uh, proclaimed its independence from the british commonwealth so sri lanka became sri lanka that's nice and uh, back in, yeah you might fucking map i forgot yeah where's sri, where sri lanka anyway, on the map i gotta find it. it it's tiny it's tiny <laughs> it's very <laughs> tiny and then uh uh this one this was a big day uh, th- i think that changed our lives forever jake uh yeah. back in 2004 on february 4th facebook is founded Yes. Uh, so the social network service currently has over 1 billion active users. Disappointing us every day. Exactly. And, <laughs> and not only like you think Facebook and how it's spun off from like inst- and Instagram and all these little other companies, you know, exploded from Facebook, you know, yep. Facebook uh, bought Instagram and then they bought Twitter and, uh, and all these other things, you know. They, so they own our uh, social lives. That's what oh, they do. They own it. It is. You know, it, it's like it, it, anything viral or trending. You know, you got to think to Facebook or Twitter or Instagram. It's like it's like every week there's like a new online thing that people have to do to stay with it Rele- and hip relevant. and cool and yeah. relevant. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it, it, a couple of. Uh, interesting birthdays that were on february 4th uh alice cooper was born nice. today uh cool. I, I i i like this alice cooper and rosa parks were born on the same day awesome how about that how about that there we go so there you go so uh well yeah so and in an interesting uh that liberace was uh passed away on this day so we're good with the bat, yeah. There we go. So there you go. There you go. That's, that's some info for uh, some nice little fun facts for you to share. Fun facts. Yeah. Very cool. Very cool. Well, I think we got our last segment for yes, this week's favorite show. Se- favorite oh. segment of the show. And I keep saying it. This show is uh, rolling today, and we're gonna finish off with a bang. Okay. So this this week. This week's Garbage Person of the Week is from, since this is our first show, we had a lot of 
I had a lot of time to gather information. And <laughs> he had a lot. He had a lot. Well, he had a lot of garbage to crawl through. True, and I had to pick through through which I wanted to display for us this week. And this is from a few weeks back. And what uh, on the weekend? I think it was a weekend. It was a Friday night. Took uh, took the family, uh, the wife, kids. Uh, decided to do a quick grocery grocery stop on the way somewhere we were going. I don't know where we were going. So I'm like, all right, we'll go. Jump at the Sobeys, which is a local uh, grocery store chain um, here here in uh, Windsor and Essex County, Ontario. So I'm like, I will stop in, grab a quick couple groceries, and uh, take off. So I park, and, and and you know I have a big truck, and p- parking it in in a crowded parking lot isn't fun. It's a giant F one fifty extended cab, you know, whatever, barely fits in a spot. Mm-hmm. So I park where there is two spots open on each side because I don't like anybody parking next to me for many reasons. One, I don't like anybody parking next to me because I don't want to ding my car because people are stupid. Two, I don't like parking for frontwards with my truck because surprisingly I park better backwards. But anyway, I pulled in the spot between the lines, no issues, whatever. I jump out of the truck and I see another car pull up on the passenger side right next to my truck. So the wife gets out, closes her door, and then goes to the back seat and tries to grab my oldest out of the back. Yeah, my kids are giants, but they still need help getting out of the truck. But the asshole that pulled in next to us decided to get out of his car while the kids were coming out of their side. So, naturally, it pisses me the fuck off. Because I jump out of the car, get my little guy off from my side, and all I see on the opposite side is my wife struggling to get the kid out of the car, while this asshole opens his door, stands up, and is looking around like a fucking douchebag, like, oh, I'm out too. And everybody's in everybody's way. What a piece of shit. So I call him that from across my car, while I'm outside. Like, what the fuck? Look at this piece of shit. What the fuck are you doing? And yeah. I, my kids know that I swear. They know not to pay attention to that. They're used to it. They don't repeat it. Not a big deal. They know what it means. And they're okay with it. So I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? The guy says nothing. He's a piece of shit standing there watching as my kids get out of the car like we're in his fucking way. Mm-hmm. Okay? So as I'm walking around the car, I realize, yeah, I'm really loud and annoying. I don't give a fuck. My kids and family are more important than this piece of garbage. So I stare him down. He still says nothing. This inconsiderate piece of garbage takes his family out of the car and goes fucking grocery shopping without a fucking peep. And I made him follow me around like a piece of garbage. That is not nice. When somebody pulls in, you don't have the decency to look out your fucking window of your little car to see if who's getting out and have a minute of fucking patience for people to get out of the car, get their kids out. Don't go to the fucking grocery store. Just don't. It's irritating, it's inconsiderate, and you're a piece of garbage. And I know it's somebody local. <laughs> I really do. But let me tell you, don't let me see it when I'm by myself because that was me being nice. Yeah. Even though I called you out and you didn't say shit. You had no response to what I was telling you. And you were lucky. My, the kids were there. The wife was there to calm me the fuck down. 
It's right. not considered. What if you hit them with your door? Okay? That's worst case scenario, and there, nobody would stop me. What if you hit my car? Same thing would have happened. I would hit you. It's just how it is. And I don't threaten the violence on people. But when you put others, uh, yourself before everybody else, because you seem to be more important than other people's family, I don't take that lightly. And therefore, making you the garbage person of the week this week. Thank you very much. There you go. Well said, Jake. Well said. All right. Do what I can. Do what I can. That's it. Well, yeah, we're, we are rolling. So, if you guys like this show, if you didn't like it, whatever. If you're the Mediaplex, huh, you do what you can with it. Find <laughs> us everywhere on social media at ADG Podcast. <laughs> if you have your concerns, comments, or want to tell us off, if you're the Mediaplex, adgpodcast.gmail.com. We don't have a block filter on anybody, so we accept all emails. <laughs> yeah, Twitter, crazy. Instagram. Find us on iTunes, iHeartRadio, Spotify, anywhere you guys stream your podcast, you will find us. Give us a shout out. Um, listen to the music we played. And if you liked the music we played on today's show, check out our Spotify playlist on our ADG podcast account because it has all the artists that are on Spotify in a separate playlist for the ADG podcast. So if you ever heard a, a song that you want to hear again, Boom. ADG Spotify playlist. All the artists we featured on the show available now. Perfect. <sighs> yeah, there you go. There is there our go. Uh, episode one of episode season three. Episode one in the books. Love it. And it was magical. It's always if magic I say time. so. so. <laughs> it was a great time. Good time there. Good All right. All right. Well, well, that will do it for episode one of season three of the ADG podcast. Thanks for thanks for tuning in. We hope to hear from you this week. And tune in next week. We have more AG podcast content for you. But until next time, I'm Darren. And I'm Jacob. And we are AG.